There was a couple which came to the therapist for help. The wife is complaining about the husband that he doesn't doesn't take out the garbage. So the therapist told the husband, take out the garbage. Simple solution. Came back a year later. Wife complains that the husband doesn't take out the garbage. Therapist says the solution is take out the garbage. Come back a year later with the same conversation. Obviously, that we're, obviously the, the therapist is not doing his job because the problem isn't just take, isn't taking out the garbage. Because if it would be, the solution is very obvious: take out the garbage, and he would do the solution. We sometimes have the feeling when we come to the Yom and the Royim and we have the same conversation. We have certain problems which we need to do. Okay, start doing them. Fix them. Yeah, we're going to fix them. Yeah, we're going to change. We're different. Come next year, we have the same conversation with ourselves. And then about the same, about the same problems. The same garbage. And the solution is to take out the garbage. Right? And then we come the next year and we have the same conversation with ourselves with the same garbage. So the answer is that that's not the problem. If we're going to solve the problem by just saying, well, just stop doing what you're doing wrong and start doing what you need to do right. And we know what that is because we have, we, had, we have the same Kabbalah as the list from last year and from two years ago, from three years ago, from ten years ago. So that's not the answer. So the therapist isn't doing his job. So in Kippur, we make a list of details of the things which we wish we had done right we didn't do right the things which we should, wish we had not done wrong which we did wrong and that's very important to focus on that you need to focus on the details but if we don't put something else in place before we address the details which if we're honest with ourselves the details seem to have a pattern with the same problems year after year we can't go to Yom Kippur and discuss the details until we go to a Rosh Hashanah which talks about something else totally. We're going to start saying Viduyim They're not specific Viduyim, the specific Viduyim are much more on Yom Kippur. But the concept of a Vidui means we're making a list of the things that we did wrong. And we know the problems that we did wrong, but the problem is our goal is not to just make a list of the things we did wrong, the goal is to change, the goal is to do tshuva. The goal is to become a different person. Rosh Hashanah is what offers us the opportunity to change that. And if we don't do that, the Vidui doesn't work. Because the Vidui is a Catholic of a process of tshuva which we need to address. So maybe we can try and understand a little bit what's the deeper problem and see if we can touch into that a little bit and maybe if we can do that maybe this year we'll start taking out the garbage so Pasuk in this week's Parsha fascinatingly enough the Rambam understands it the way the Bible says it over it's not shot in the Pasuk but that's how the, the Rambam understands it the Rambam, the Balab shot the Rambam understands it like that Famous pasuk: Tachas Hashem Lavatas Hashem Alkecha B'Simcha B'Tuv Leiv Lav Meroiv Kol Lavatas Oyebecha Be'Eirim B'Chayser B'Chayser Kol. You're going to 
Now, if you look at the Targum, which is that Pshat, like Ravaran said this morning, Pshat Pichazal is Targum. In place of that, that which you had the opportunity to serve a Kaddish when everything was wonderful, and you didn't use that opportunity to do that, so the Russian says, fine, you lose your opportunity, you're going to go into Gaulus, you're going to have these nations being Meshabit, you're going to lose everything you have, and you're going to have to serve your, your enemies. That's Pshat in the Apostle. It's not describing why you've done what you've done wrong in the sense of because you didn't have simcha it's saying you had opportunity, you had a beautiful life it was simcha, to leva, brave curl and you, you could have served the Kodesh on that opportunity instead you blew it, you wasted opportunity and therefore now you're going to serve your enemies in horrible, such, under, under horrible circumstances that's Pshat and the Pasuk but that's how the Ramam understands Pshat and the Pasuk he says that Simcha, uh, I may, I'm, I'm going to guess that this morning in your study of Torah, but some of the Aaron's chose that piece, if he did, right, this Chazorah, which is exactly what we need to do. Ram understands it means, Tachas, due to the fact that you weren't over the Kodesh Baruch Hu Simcha. Simcha, Bavadus Hashem, is an Iker Kodol, it's a tremendous avoidance of the Kodesh Baruch Hu. The Kuzari talks about how Simcha is a part of Avodah Hashem. But the Ramam understands this Pasuk. The Pasuk is saying why. So means this Pasuk all of a sudden changes from being part of the Klala to explaining why the whole Techachah is there. So the whole Techachah is there because you weren't Nebuchadnezzar Baruch Hu Simcha. So... Um, so we take out our... We take out our... Uh, Say now, now, you know, and, then, and we start dancing, and now, then everything is wonderful. Right? What's so bad about you know, Baruch Means, means let's let's touch it up. I have a person who's makbed on halacha. He learns halacha correctly, and he's makbed on halacha, and he's careful about davening, and he shows up at davening every single day on time, and he says all the words the way he's supposed to according to halacha, and he does all. He puts on. He's he spends tremendous time taking care of his trillim because it's halacha, and he sits his uh, and everything alpiyalacha, and he learns twelve hours a day, and. It, but since he wasn't a happy person, wow, the person that says we're going to wipe out Claudius, we're going to send him to Golis, Goyas, Ponim, they're going to eat Mozart, Mozart, why? Because, you know, you, you didn't dance. Like, what did the Pontic say? What is Simcha? Marshal Schwab, he writes this, uh, this order in his Sefer Marche Lev. He says, Simcha is a state of being where you don't feel conflict. If you think about the days that you felt happy, you know, first of all, we're not, so much, we're not talking about rejoicing, we're talking about happiness. Happiness, Webster's Dictionary, give you a, it's a state of feeling of contentment. The days that you feel content, it means you felt that there was no part of you, no part of you which pulling you in a different direction. So the kid who goes to the Houston Park and his mother will let, lets him buy whatever he wants and he can eat all of the cotton candy that he wants and all the hot dogs that he wants and go on every single ride that he wants. There's no part of him which wasn't, didn't, which was pulling him a different direction. So he's happy. He's not necessarily dancing. He's not rejoicing. He's happy. He feels contented. A person that, 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 that he goes through a day, the day works out the way, the way he really wants it to work out. He's happy. If it doesn't work out the way, the way he really wants it to work out, he's not happy. 
And those words are very important words. If the day works out the way he really wants it to work out, he's a happy person. Really wants are the very, very important words. Because we have to know what we really want. And if we're not happy, that means it's not what we really wanted. When the day works out not the way we wanted to, we're not going to be happy. If there's some part of me is pulling in a different direction, other than what I'm doing. So if this person is doing all of the mitzvahs, and he's not happy, it means it's not what he really wanted. So, why is he doing it? The sense of responsibility could give many different reasons, but there's part of him which is saying, I don't want this. Because if, if his real being said, I want this, he'd be a happy person. He's doing what he wanted. So we have to be mocked if a person sits down by Seder and he learns the whole Seder and he's not happy, it means he didn't really want to learn. Because if he really wanted to learn, he'd be happy. So if we're honest with ourselves, that if I daven every single morning and I don't feel happy after davening, I don't feel content after davening, it means I didn't really want to daven. If I put on tefillin every single day and I don't feel a sense of happiness when I put on tefillin, it means I didn't really want to put on tefillin. Because if I would, I'd be happy. Now that's a major indictment. The Rosh says to Klai Yisrael, listen, you were about Hashem Lekecha. But it, was besimcha, it wasn't besimcha matu levav me'rev kerl. So now the, the audience is asking me, I'm sorry, that this, it's not what you really want. So we, we, we're missing something. So Chazal say that what's Bechar Sarkel? The more in the Dharam says that what is Bechar Sarkel? Which is the Oynish, the next passage. It says Zehadas. That, that, what's a person, somebody, I don't know how many years ago, made it into a song, so now people know it, you know, the lip workshop, they know the Gemara. If you have do, if you have this, if you have das, you have everything. If you don't have das, what do you have? So if that's the chaser curl, so that the pasuk before is the rov curl, is also talking about das. Das is the state of being where what I learn, the knowledge that I have then becomes part of my being. We know this, there's three stages in acquiring wisdom. There's Chochmah, there's Bina, and there's Das. Chochmah is knowledge. A person opens up a, a, a safer, a person opens up a, a secular piece of knowledge, and he reads it, he has information. That's, that's Chochmah. Okay? So I know, I know a fact. Bina is I understand it. it. means I understand why it's so. I understand the aside. I understand the, the, what's, what's put, making this the reality. So then I can extrapolate. I can be maven, dover, me, tech, I can make a binion out of it. So it's bina. Because it's not one isolated fact. Now it's a piece of, it's not just a piece of information. This is now something which I understand its root. That I can apply it to many scenarios. That's how, that's how vana. That's what it means to be made in something. That's how I Das is when I take that, now that I understand that what, really, what it's really saying, 
and I make it part of my being. Amisachet, it becomes part of what a part of me. When it's part of me, it's the 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 Torah describes the, the act of a chibur between two things. It's referring to a physical ma'isa, but there's many people have physical ma'isa which don't connect. But when you truly get each other, you really understand. Then you connect to something, and that's the next stage. The Pesach seems to be saying that there's so much curl out there, there's so much das out there, and you just didn't get do that. We have so much information that we don't absorb it inside. It doesn't become part of our being sometimes. And if it doesn't become part of our beings, so we know that we, we don't have a suffix that Bershom created us. We don't have a suffix that Bershom created us for a purpose. We know that. We have that Chochmah. Maybe we have that Bina. You know the Russian loves us. The Russian wants the best for us. We know the Russian put us in this world for a limited amount of time. We know all of those facts. But if they become part of our being, and then the Russian tells us that the only tribe in the world is Torah Mitzvahs, if that becomes part of our being, we find a way to make it part of our part of our reality. So then, we'll be happy when we do it. Because man, we know b'seichel, but it hasn't become part of our being. It hasn't went from the seichel to the lave as the of the, the, the Bali Musa use. So the seichel knows that, but that's not what the heart wants. Now. Sadly enough, the reality of us is we make most of our decisions based on our heart, not, not on our head. Um, I'm not a major maven, but as far as I know, the, the, the advertising, the multi-billion dollar industry called advertising, very rarely uses chokhmah to sell something. Why? If we were such intelligent beings, we made all the decisions based on chokhmah, right? The multi-trillion-dollar business, probably now, is whatever it is. Right? Any person, any person who's running for office, he gets up there and he tells you all this information. Really, really, that's not what he does. He makes a catchy slogan, and they say it seventeen different ways. And, they, and, they, and there's, there's people who make a lot of money figuring out what colors you're supposed to write it in, because colors make a difference. I mean, it's, it's you know, we are absolute fools, and they take advantage of us all the time. Which means that the here is not where decisions are made. Here is where decisions are made. That's a very powerful, very important piece of information. So the mokum of das is not on the head, it's on the heart. The moment, when, the, the, when the moment becomes part of our being, it means that our heart is now beating that tune. When the Bali Musa talk about the Musa, that a person should learn Musa, he should chazer over something multiple times with a nigan. The Rishon Salata was, was Betzem predicting the advertising industry. Constantly reviewing the same points in short, short statements with, 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 with a tune. Till it goes into your heart. 
So it becomes part of your reality. Right? The only difference is Shasot didn't patent it, and he didn't make billions of dollars on it. For... Uh, now I grew up in Yeshiva where they had a Musa Seder. And they actually learned Musa during the Musa Seder. And I had my rebellion sitting there learning the Musa, and Yeshiva Gifter would learn Musa. And he would learn Musa Seder, the Garris Ramban, and the Garris of Kivagar. Kivagar had a Garris about Yamamisa, Yamamavas. And he learns the Garrison Ramban for one day, and he Garrison Kivagar the next day, he Garrison Ramban the next day, Garrison Kivagar the next day, and he Garrison Ramban, he Garrison Kivagar, and he Garrison Ramban, he Garrison Kivagar. Every single uh, six days a week. Three days a week he learned the Ramban, Kivagar. Now, during a 20 minute Seder, the Garrison Ramban is not very long. He would say it with the Nigan, he would chazer it with the Nigan. And then he finished the Chazor again with the Nigan. And then he Chazor again with the Nigan. That's how you're supposed to learn Musa. So Rehobah writes, yes, you have to learn Musa, you have to understand what you're saying, you have to think about it, it has, there's an element of Chochmah involved in it also, because there's, the Seder is Chochmah being on Das. But a lot of us, we have a lot of Chochmah, we have a good balance of Bina. But we never understand the Das part. So the person comes, the, right? We go to the therapist and he says, So why? To the husband, he says, You know, we came with this problem. Take out the garbage. So the answer is, Take out the garbage. She says, Yeah. Comes a year later, this is a problem again. Take out the garbage. The answer is, He doesn't want to take out the garbage. Because if he wants to take out the garbage, we wouldn't be back by the therapist again. If the whole problem is, Why? Well, says, I don't like my husband to take out the garbage. And the husband says, Yeah, I'm going to take out the garbage. And then he don't take out the garbage. The Russian says, every year we have kids, we say, take out the garbage. Say, yeah, we take out the garbage. We don't take out the garbage. Because we don't want to take out the garbage. We're very happy where we are. Are we really happy where we are? We're not happy where we are either. Because that much chachman bina we have, that's not a good idea either. Sabor Hashem. So we're unhappy people. That's a madriga. It's a very good thing. Right? It's brought, brought, right, brought down right? that person was in Abeira and he's totally comfortable with it. Person was in Abeira and he has Karata that he did it. So in Shemaimi, that it's marked down as such. Just the bush, the fact that you, I, I, did that, I did it again. Like, you know, what's wrong with me? That's, that's important. We want to have that Madrega. Because if you do that Abeira and you're just comfortable with it, that's even worse. Husband says, you know, I feel bad I don't take out the garbage. That's better than saying, I don't care if I take out the garbage. Like, so we want to get to the point where we want to take out the garbage. We want to take out the garbage. So we, we talk, the therapist talks to the husband and says, you know, listen, if you understand something over here, this is not about garbage. This is about a relationship with your wife. And your wife happens to be a person that taking out the garbage is really important. Do you want the relationship with your wife? He says, yes, I do. He says, okay, so, so, why, so what's my solution? Connect the garbage with the relationship. And teach yourself and remind yourself constantly that it's not about garbage, it's about a relationship. He says, oh, if he can do that, without getting involved in the deep, deep reasons why he's too lazy to take out the garbage. But once he ties it to something which is really valuable to him and he really wants, he'll take out the garbage. 
there'll be times he'll slip, and that's okay. You know. Because he has to tie it to something which is really what he something that he really wants. So you need to figure out what we really want out of life. If we know what we really want out of life, and we can connect Torah mitzvahs to what we really want out of life, we'll really want Torah mitzvahs. Part of our problem is we don't know what we really want out of life. And we don't know how to connect Torah mitzvahs to what we really want out of life. Interestingly enough, if we start thinking about mitzvahs in a different angle, sometimes they start automatically becoming more connected to us. There's a famous, I heard, I heard this, this, this idea from Rabbi So Miller, formerly Pittsburgh now of uh, Calgary. So if you look at the the Rambam and, 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 and Rav Hirsch about Tamei Mitzvahs, Rav Hirsch writes in his, his essays on Jewish symbolism, collected yeah. writings, volume 3, Barichus, what the definition of a symbol is. He says you have to learn the mitzvah. You have to know all of the protim of the mitzvah. You have to understand how the symbol, with all of its protim, represents an idea. And otherwise, it's not a valid symbol. I can't see that the mitzvah, the time of a mitzvah is X when it doesn't fit into the protim of the mitzvah. Because the same way when I'm drawing a, a symbol for something, every single detail that I draw in the picture has to in some way connect to, to that, that, that item. So same thing, same thing when it comes to Tamei Mitzvahs. The Rambam and Marina Vulchim, when he talks about Tamei Mitzvahs, he talks about different mitzvahs, he gives, he gives the time for them. Excuse the word, he's very sloppy. He gives the reason why you do a mitzvah, and you know, it fits like generally, conceptually, but once you look at the process of the mitzvah, it doesn't fit. And Hirsch is really calling out, when he's, he doesn't call it the Rambam by name, but he's really calling out the Rambam, that, like, that's not a Tamei Mitzvah. You can't understand a Tamei Mitzvah like that. So Rashi used to say like this. The gift used to say, Zichlev Rachel. Rashi used to say that what's a tam mitzvah? What is the word? Tam means flavor, and tam also means reason. So I go to a person. And I say, listen, you know, imagine a world that the that all, all food was tasteless, had zero flavor. Every, every food, there'd be a little little petic next to it, would tell you how many carbohydrates, how, how many proteins, how, many, how much fat, how many vitamins, how many minerals. But there's no flavor. And you're given a list in the morning, every morning you'd have a list by the doctor, would tell you exactly how much you have to eat all these things, and you'd eat. Well, what would happen to most of mankind? They'd probably die from starvation. Because it has no flavor. We eat because it tastes good. Now, the reality of the reason why food keeps sustains it is not because of the flavor. The flavor has, has zero to do has zero to do with how it sustains us. It sustains us because of the carbohydrates and because of the proteins and because of the fat and the vitamins and the minerals. All is good to zakhir. A mitzvah, the impact that a mitzvah has on a human being is way beyond our mind to comprehend. It's like how the carbohydrates work and how the protein. I have no idea. It works. It's, in, it's irrelevant how it works. It works. The reason I put it on my mouth is because it tastes good. The time of a mitzvah is the hechatimsa to get the mitzvah into your mouth. That's all it's for. 
I have to find a time which makes you interested in wanting to do this. It makes you desire it. So that's the purpose of Tama Mitzvah. Once that's there, how it works is irrelevant. That's not my goal. Because I'm not going to sit there and explain to you Kabbalistically, and now you want to do the mitzvah. That's not going to work. I say, when you do this mitzvah, you're a, you're a good person. And you want to be a good person because you like you feel good when you, when you do good things. Because people feel good when they do good things. And saying thank you is a very nice thing. And a bracha is saying thank you. I, the bracha, the details can't just mean thank you, it must be more because the details of Allah are. That's a Hershey's cash. The Raman says, forget about the cash. Stop it. That's not our goal over here. We're not trying to figure out rocket science. We're trying to figure out how the five year old wants to eat the ice cream cone. We're five year olds. That's all we need to do is eat the ice cream cone. You know what? We're trained and we understand that, being, uh, that, that gratitude is a good thing. And when we don't say thank you, even though it's uncomfortable sometimes to say thank you, we feel bad about it. Because we get that, that deep down, it's not a nice thing to, to just, just take, take, take. We want to be perceived as givers. The person says, you know what? I'm going to get an opportunity to be a giver. Say, say Birchaz and Mosin. Wow. Such a nice thing to say Birchaz and Mosin. If I can absorb that benching is saying thank you, and that I'm a good person when I say thank you, I want a bench. I don't like, you know, we, we don't like asking for directions. We're men, right? You know? But we do, not, we do want to know where to go. You know, it's like, I'll just figure it out as I go along. We're, we're, you know, most of us, you know, when, when all else fails, read the directions, right? We know that eventually the best way sometimes to figure out the computer is to read the directions. If I understand learning Gemara, learning Torah is getting directions, it's getting guidance. Maybe I'm interested in it. Maybe I'm not interested in it. Right now, I don't want guidance. Okay, so create a different marshal. That's all the realm we're trying to do. What we need to do is understand we like to be, we like things to work out nicely. We want to be, we want to be happy. So, okay, so how does Torah make you happy? How does Torah make you content? So, we need to remind ourselves about life. Maybe that's the solution. There's different mashalim of how to do this. The purpose of a mashal is to create a picture. We relate to pictures. We're back to advertising. I saw a Gabaldi mashal. Right? Fellows living in an apartment and his. Right? Contract is up in three in three weeks. So he has to move out. Like, so you meet him in the hallway. A week later, two weeks left. And you see he's carrying buckets of paint. They're going up the stairs. He says, so what are you doing? He says, he says painting the apartment. He says, so what, the, the, the owner hired you? He says, no, I'm doing it myself. He says, but you know you're out in three weeks? He says, yeah, I don't want to think, to think about you know, the, the future. Right now you have to focus on the present. That's a picture. We create a picture in our mind. That, that's like you know, that's ridiculous. The the, the nimshal is obvious. The contract is up. I don't know. Three weeks, a year, five years, ten years. It's not a very long period of time. So why am I painting 
this world so wonderfully? Is that what I really want? You ask the guy, do you really want to uh, paint it for the, for the owner when you're leaving? He says, no, I don't want that. I really don't want that. So I really want to do something for myself. So we need to train ourselves to understand that it's for ourselves. The terminates are for us. We will benefit from them. And we have need to stop and think about how we benefit from them. And we need to stop and think about the ones which we have difficulty with, how we can put them in terms that they become valuable to us. They become meaningful to us. They become something which you understand that's what we really want. And all of them are in context of a relationship. And that's the best way to put them in the context. And that's what Rosh Hashanah does for us. Rosh Hashanah says, you have a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Don't talk about the details yet, because that's not the point. It's a relationship, which there's Malchus in it. There's also an Avino in it. There's a care and loving father. And he doesn't want you to continue like this, the way it's going, because it's not healthy for you. It's the therapist talking to the husband, says, you know, you, you, love, you love your wife, you, you need to change, because not, you're going to lose your wife. It's not about garbage. It's about your relationship with your wife. Then we'll talk about, okay, so what details do you need to do to make sure that you stay with your wife? Okay, we'll talk about the protein. Each person has a different nusach of how that talks to him. And there's different kufas of life. The, the, what, what talks to an a, a 18-year-old is the one who talks to a 50-year-old. The guy talks about this different takufas, the takufa where taiva is, is stronger. So how, do, how can I express positive elements of taiva in Avodah Hashem? How can I express positive elements of covet in Avodah Hashem? That's for somebody older. And each person has uh, their own share of it. But if we can absorb that we have a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and that's something which we value, and these are all about the relationship, then we're touching into the reality of tshuva back to Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's not about protein. It's about It's about a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Our lives will be more meaningful if we have a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. If we can absorb these lessons about the purpose of life, about what I, want to, what I want to do with my life, what I want to do with my life, what I want the Kodesh Baruch wants for me and for my life. Can, I can absorb these lessons of Ratzin, what my Ratzin really is. I can start addressing that these things are part of my Ratzin, my true Ratzin. I will then change them. That's, that is true by Arash Hashem